and welcome to virtualsheetmusic.com and livingpianos.com. I'm Robert Estrin with a great subject today, extraneous motion in musical performance. Now, what's this all about? We're gonna cover this in a wide range of genres. Well, you know, you probably watch some performers and they sit there almost like a robot, never making any motion at all. And other performers are very demonstrative, whether it's a violinist kind of moving around to the music, European orchestras, for example, the whole orchestra seems to move. It, whole sections of the orchestra are moving together, where American orchestras are more stately and reserved. Well, what is best? Is it good to move around when you play or not? Well, it's not such a simple subject. You know, there are performers, for example, Lang Lang comes to mind, and he's very demonstrative, looking at the audience, smiling with gestures. You get the feeling he's really enjoying his performance. Some people really like that and they're engaged in the musical performance because they, they get a sense of what is the exciting parts and the emotions are on the face. Other people feel it's kind of put on and too much. I'm interested in hearing from you what your thoughts are about motion in performance, whether it's piano, singers, anything. Now there's a whole other element to this and that is what I would refer to as excessive motion. You know, some of the great uh, musicians of all time sometimes let themselves go a bit. Rudolf Serkin comes to mind, Glenn Gould is another. During recording sessions, they would have to put barricades because they would make kind of singing sounds and grunts and groans and that would come through the recording. Now in a concert hall, you probably wouldn't hear it very much because you know, you're far away, but in recording, it's definitely an issue in terms of, you know, you don't want to hear these sounds. So how does this happen? I've actually seen pianists who not only make grunting and groaning sounds, but actually stabbing their feet in all sorts of things. Here's what happens at some point, this mannerism developed and a teacher never stopped it. So they just grew to make this part of their playing and it's all but impossible to eradicate it once you get used to it. An extreme example of this is Keith Jarrett. Have you ever watched a Keith Jarrett concert? My goodness, it's a whole experience if you haven't seen it where he's actually standing in front of the piano with gyrations. Audiences seem to love it. Just as many people are turned off by it, but it definitely gets a reaction. So that's what you need to know about motion and performance. It elicits a reaction in the listener. It can be a positive or a negative reaction, and the more extreme these motions are, the more diametrically opposed and, uh, these opinions will be. So I would say that some little bit of motion facial expressions can be helpful to guide the audience as to what is happening in the performance but don't let it get carried away. You must have control over yourself during your practice so that you are aware of how you look and how you sound. Thanks so much for joining me. Robert Estrin here at livingpianos.com and virtualsheetmusic.com. I'll see you next time.